Kira also gets a new girlfriend. That's and, right. And breaks up with his old one. I uh, love how he breaks up with oh his... It's God. like, let's make sure this is a clean break, and the hand just implodes. Yeah, <laughs> man. Just, just quietly imploding. Because like, he was... T- before Shigechi took the hand away from him in the last episode, he was like, mm, it's about time to break up. She's getting a little ripe. Oh. Amazing. I also like that the woman he finds is just garbage. Like, yeah. she's great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like, um, if you're watching uh, part five, there's like a woman on the train who also meets a similar fate and is basically the same character design, the same personality, everything. Yeah. We get more insight into how it, this whole deal works for Kira with the idea that somehow he's cleansing or purifying the women. Yeah. Which is weird. Like he thinks that they deserve to be hands in his collection or whatever. Yeah, but that, yeah. that somehow like makes them pure yeah. or better. Like, sure. Like he's just like her heart is. I don't remember what he said. Her heart is ugly. Yeah. But, yeah. Her, but her hands, but her hands and, face and face are beautiful. Are beautiful. <laughs> um. That should be someone's Tinder bio. I she's think. Like my heart. My heart is ugly, but my hands <laughs> and face are beautiful. I'm still looking for the person who has the guts to make Kira's monologue their their dating <laughs> profile. <laughs> if you know anyone who's done this, please write in. Let it, let me know how it worked. Welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Explainer, a podcast about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm Courtney Stanton. I'm Elizabeth Simmons. And I'm Darius Kazemi. We're here today to talk to you about not touching things. Yeah, never touch anything. Yeah. If you touch it something, could be a bomb. A bomb. Yeah. No, now we're just starting to sound like Homeland Security. Yeah. If you see something, don't touch it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's Jotaro's rule. <laughs> That is what the signs say the in the AU that is the JoJo's universe. On, yeah. on the subway, yeah. yeah. You see something, don't touch, on the, touch on it. The, especially on the Morio subway. I think they just have buses. All right, well, on the yeah. Morio bus system. Yeah. I, don't see them, I don't see them having the, the tax revenue to pay for undergraduate. I don't know. It's Japan. Who knows? Okay, that's fair. All right, fine. Fine. Well, they have infrastructure there. Yeah, they have the exactly. finest subway in the world. All right. Probably. Um, what a beautiful subway. <laughs> So Kira is fighting a middle schooler. <laughs> it's not going well for the middle schooler. Nope. No. Um, so yeah. So Shigechi gets kind of fucked up. Yeah. We, Kira's like, check check out this cool coin trick I can do. Uh, it's, it's like such a like a classic like way to f- like psychologically. He's just like, oh, I can do something with this. And like Shigechi's like, gimme. You know, like he takes like he doesn't. It's not like Kira's like hold this. Yeah. He just. He does it to himself. Well, his stand is literally the coin grabby stand. That's yeah. right. Yep. And so, ironically, a relatively easy irony, it, it is the grabbing of a coin that ultimately leads to Shigechi's demise. Yeah. Yes. I still don't understand. So why is it if you destroy three or four harvests, it doesn't do anything to Shigechi, but you blow up one of them? Because it was blowing up Shigechi himself. The bomb was like right next to Shigechi's face, and the only reason Harvest blew up was because Shigechi blew up. Wait. There's a... <laughs> In I the like in that JoJo's mobile game, not the not the matching one, but the fighting game, Diamond Records. I really enjoy uh, playing Kira in that, and he has a move where he it's like a distance move where he tosses a hundred yen coin at you, and and it does a lot of damage. Yeah, um, I wonder what would happen if he made a bomb into a bomb. Whoa, whoa, bomb record. It would probably be actually. <laughs> it would probably be less. Uh, effective than just the bomb on its own because it's basically an implosion not an explosion right yeah so maybe it would implode and explode at the same time maybe it would yeah (laughs) speaking of which we finally fully meet killer queen yeah deadly queen 
No, I'm sorry. By the way, it's Dairy yeah. Queen. Sorry. I know. Yeah. And we're going to have to. We're like, not allowed to say Killer Queen on this podcast. We'll get sued. <laughs> yeah. Part five of this podcast is just going to be us saying dumb things. <laughs> like Moody, Little Bomber. Moody, baby Head. Moody Jazz. Um, baby Head is my favorite baby one. Baby Head's good. Yeah. Baby Head. I think. I still think <laughs> Little Bomber is my favorite one. But Little Bomber is like canonically what it should be called. Yes. <laughs> I also think that now I want a band t shirt that just says Little Bomber. I want a band t shirt that says Baby head i mean we could make all of these very easily but it's just like aerosmith has that stupidly iconic well like, no i mean bubble font. i mean we could i mean like i did with acdc oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah shout out shout out to Eliz's sticker which is available on our etsy shop oh, of, look at you of the acdc Wait, what is our etsy shop it's uh, explain jojo okay cool yeah and uh it's the uh acdc logo but written e-s-i-d-i-s-i like uh the ramaji version of the character acdc and it has flames in the middle instead of lightning yep get yeah. it get it uh, uh <laughs> so yeah so shigechi gets blown up and is not dead which means that and so this is where it's like a third of his brain is like lodged into his face i think fucked up. i think kira is just telling him kira things. is talking shit but Shigechi's face yeah, is he's messed real. up. He's yeah. real. He's not good. Kira looming over a middle schooler who's like moaning and dying on the ground and just calmly talking to him and telling him he's going to die. is like... And that he's going to kill his parents if yeah. he doesn't give him information. Yeah, interrogating him. Like, it's 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 not attractive. K- Kira's, like, this actually, like, this part makes my stomach turn when he's like, I'm going to kill your mommy and daddy if if you don't tell me who the other stand users are. That's uh, that's just like, I don't know, that gets to me. It really gets to me. Yeah, so it's, you know, and like Shigechi crawling through the hallways to try and get to Josuke. I mean, it's a little bit like Vanilla Ice beating Iggy to death, just in terms of like, oh, okay, you're just going to like play with your food for a little bit. Yeah, yeah except like somehow so much worse. First of all, because there are bystanders around. Yeah. And those yeah. girls are being complete bitches. Yeah. I will say, I feel like that is actually a very human reaction where it's like, that person clearly needs help. Yes. But they're gross. Yeah. So I'm not going to get involved. I actually started like thinking in my head like what I would do in that situation and then I got too depressed and had to stop thinking. Yeah. I really love the shot of, it's essentially an animation of a camera refocus. So it's like you, they move the plane of a focus from Josuke and Ukiyasu being themselves in a classroom back to the pane of glass in the door so that we can then see Kira's reflection. Right, when uh, when, when Shigechi is about like to get about to, to open crawling the door. to the door to about tell to Josuke and Ukiyasu. Yeah. The boys are at school. Weirdly. Yeah, that's what I was saying. So we, I was wrong that we don't go to school again. We go to school again. You can go school again. <laughs> I mean, to school. <laughs> no, just you can't go to school. It's yeah. fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, that's one of those like, I don't know, like animation moves. I just, I really like, I really like how yeah, they do this. It's very sinister. Um, and I, I really, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, Shigechi, you're just, you're screwed. Sorry, buddy. I love that Harvest like comes through at the end. Yeah, obviously. Harvest like, is such a fighter it's like and also the like i found you it's like it's it's just a really good turn where it's like things that are just known about the character and were kind of annoying or now bittersweet i also like it because i feel like you're left as a viewer in the same emotional spot that the protagonists are in which is always comfortable so once like josuke nukuyasu and literally the entire town like gather together but just like you understand where like how complicated their feelings are because like I also like yeah. I mean, we've talked about on the podcast like I mean Shigechi's okay but he's annoying like he's very realistic yeah. but he's like not but my you, fave but you didn't want to want him to die and you didn't want to watch him die like repeatedly in like the most brutal you know, way yeah. yeah yeah I didn't want to watch him like slowly 
you know get like, ripped apart exactly by so explosive. yeah also i do the thing though is that like see, this is narratively really valuable because now i understand how kira kills people and like how he doesn't leave any evidence behind right is he implodes them which is really painful and if you didn't believe it was painful we get to see shigechi's literal soul disintegrate yes so i have a question yeah so when kira kills women and takes their hands yes does he cut off their hands first and implode the rest of their body Absolutely. I assume okay so, yeah. yeah yeah so he he dismantled like the he the, just kills them like a regular serial killer, and then he uses his stand to... I mean, yeah, I don't they know. don't have yeah. to be dead for him to cut off their hands. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know oh, how yeah. much of the dismemberment and torture happens while they're still alive. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, but he definitely does not have like a basement full of bodies. It's just they're yeah. just gone. Right, yeah. So yeah, Shigechi's dead. Everyone's freaked out about it. Arnold is crying. Yeah. Arnold cries. Shigechi and, gets a death stamp at the end of yeah. the episode. So you know for real. Yeah, he's dead for real. Um, one thing that's interesting, and we talked about this earlier with the Yukako arc um, where she gets together with Koichi, but this part in the manga happens before Yukako goes the Cinderella to, arc. to yeah to to get right. her face all. So changed. we talked about this earlier, and like it it actually somehow like made my head spin. But we can probably lay it out pretty yeah. clearly. So in the manga, what happens? The timeline is they do the harvest stuff and then it goes straight into this arc so so shigechi like grabs you know the sandwich and all these hijinks happen and so then we meet shigechi, shigechi and then shigechi dies yeah <laughs> and then what happens is at the end of this episode where they all like gather together in the streets of morio to like talk about what happened to shigechi and all the stuff that happens in like the alleyway with the soul flying and everything that's actually in its own like single issue arc just like in part three the the part where whole horse tries to kill dio was its own single issue story that's its own arc in the manga and uh so and then the the stuff with the tailor happens is pushed also yeah the stuff with the tailor is also after shigechi gets killed we go to we see his soul fly away. Everyone gets together and talks. Then Yukako goes to C Cinderella. And remember the the actual instigating event for the Yukako thing is like Josuke and his father Joseph talking about the button that they're trying to track down the owner of, but they haven't. That hasn't happened. So I guess it, in the manga, it feels like it takes a lot longer to find the button. Right. Well, and in the and in the anime, you hear Koichi go like, it's been four days since Shigechi died. Not a whole lot has happened. Right. Because he didn't start dating Yukako. Yeah. In, in, the, the, in the manga, what, what happened in those four days was all the Yukako right. Aya stuff. Right. right. Um, and so then that also means that like Aya isn't in the like, so the only person meeting missing from the giant Here's all the characters in the, met, anime. Meet, in the in anime. In anime, is Kobayashi for some reason the lock guy. My fan theory is that he bought the tainted sandwich from the last episode, <laughs> so he's got food poisoning. Uh, that's canon. Yeah, that's got to be canon. Uh, <laughs> that's the only reason he wouldn't be somewhere that Koichi also is. Yeah, Pray that's for Kobayashi. True. Yeah, and then, uh, but uh, in the manga, in the manga, Aya's not there because they haven't met her yet. Kobayashi yeah. also isn't there. Yes, Kobayashi still has food poisoning. Yeah, but Aya's not there, which means she's also not there to say things like, "Well, he's probably not going to ever go to my store, but I'll keep like an eye out." Yeah. So, um, so yeah, Aya is an addition because of the the switcher. Uh, the switcher. It also means that when everyone leaves the group, 
they go off yeah. in different groupings yeah. from how they are in the manga. So, for example, Yukako and Koichi go off together. In the anime. In the anime because they're already dating because the Cinderella arc already happened. But also they're going off together with Rohan. Rohan which right. Is, I, I'm now just Who a Koichi is also dating. That's yeah. just a nice polycule there for y'all. Yep. Uh, uh, yeah, in the, yeah, that whole scene where they all sort of go off with each other at the end is pretty, because it's, it's, it's Yukako, Rohan, and Koichi. It's um, Okiyasu and his dad, and then Josuke follows. Josuke sort of follows them, yeah. And then, but in the manga, and then Jotaro stars all together. Yeah, yeah. And, but Jose. in the manga, Josuke is with Koichi. Yeah, and and, and, and they are both with Joseph and Jotaro. Right. Yeah, so it's like and, the, the and, main character pod. And Yukako and Rohan both walk off alone on their own because neither of them are dating Koichi yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's just it's interesting to see the ways in which David Productions has m- like moved a lot of things around just because they moved one arc over and they, yeah. they actually compensated for it in a way that's so seamless that like I prefer the anime version. Yeah, of yeah and, all of and it. there's yeah. no way you would have noticed if yeah. you didn't know. Um, but this is also definitely much bigger changes than stuff that they did in like part one and part two and even part three. Yeah, I um, think so. And and so and it's also like and. They've been foreshadowing and adding things to foreshadow stuff throughout with yeah. all the cure inserts. And, and we'll, we'll is, get there when we get there. And but, this yeah. is, but this is more of that, of them just situating things in a way that it'll feel much more coherent and smooth. So Good job, David Production. Yeah, man. Yeah. I can't wait to see what you do with the back half of part five. Well, and, and, uh, <laughs> and, well and Courtney, you really just love that like helicopter shot at the yeah, end. Yeah, of all of them. Because it, it is, it's, I mean, it's literally a visual callback. So it's like, remember all these episodes you watched? Yeah. Remember all these people that you met? Like, we remember them too. And it's always nice to to feel like the story that's being told to you like like has a, a memory. Yeah. Also, it's important to note that Jotaro's outfit is still his rat hunting outfit with the giant like protractor mm-hmm. and kissing dolphins yeah. in the shape of a heart. And it's extremely distracting. And <laughs> and and Jotaro changes his outfit after this, between this and the next scene. And he's gotta go I, do Columbo shit. Well, I have to imagine that someone took him aside and was like, Jotaro, <laughs> excuse me, this is a funeral. Yeah, this is not appropriate morning attire. <laughs> you need like, to tone it down. Yeah, like, please. That's this fair. Is, <laughs> please do not show up, like, fresh from the club last night. Yeah, Cor- Courtney, can you describe Jotaro's new outfit to us? Oh, can I? So he's got a different hat. This is now, we're on hat number three. This one has the his iconic, like, gold hand stamp like stamped metal right from part three thingy yeah thingy is on his brim and then three of the weird not the print symbol print symbol the pirate club symbol yes, yeah pirate club symbol gang signs in a row probably like some sort of gay flag for I a small assume, town yes i think jodo himself is just a giant gay flag that's definitely true <laughs> but yes he's definitely flagging for the, something the, the world's widest flagpole yeah i think <laughs> i think his hat is flags for what orgies like i don't know what I, that means i don't i um, starfish there's no way we can know yeah dolphins um, he <laughs> he oh he was flagging for dolphins last time i think so he's got the trench coat and he still has the pegged like blousey pleated uh, suit pants. I assume that I have to assume those are jeans. Um, <laughs> no, acid That's wash, horrible. intensely acid wash. So jeans. acid wow. wash. Um, and then he's got a black turtleneck, which is honestly very. It's a good look. It's a really good look. I think him and Steve McQueen, they're the turtleneck guys. And he's got um, the the hand pins yeah, to the collar. He of still that, has. Right? The, is this is this is like such a move. He's got he's got that same hand stamped rectangle on the 
the turtleneck itself, which I would like to see more of. Also, isn't 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 his like bag strap also have the pirate club symbols on it or something? He's very yeah. Cool. He also and that's the thing is I actually noticed this in the tailor's out shop that I think he's got a vest on over the turtleneck and we just can't see very much of yeah. it. And he's got, it's got a pattern. And he's got two black belts, right? Yeah, two black belts instead of his morning belts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> instead of the Caesar's headband pattern blue and pink belts that he had in his previous outfit, and instead now that pattern is on his cuffs. Or was it always on the cuffs of that? It's always on the cuffs it's always too. On the cuffs right. as well, so that's yeah, the only so. place he's got it left. So yeah, he's he's very somber and pretty <laughs> low key. This is Jotaro somber. I mean, this yeah, is, I mean it's like fucking Prince at a funeral. He's, you know? he's toned like, it down as much as he can. So we see Koichi walking with Jotaro and Koichi is like, this is so awkward. This is so awkward. This is so awkward. <laughs> I can't, I'm so bad at conversation Help. on these dates. Yeah. Jotaro doesn't speak. What do I do? And it, like in his head, I love that he's like, so Rohan's scary because he comes on so strong. But Jotaro's also scary because he never talks. And I'm like, Koichi, you're like a paragraph away from shipping your boyfriend. Yeah, he is how just we, about to ship How Rohan. do we get in touch with Koichi and send him the good fanfic? Yeah, I know. I know, right? He's just like, I'm imagining that um, meme with like the woman with the, all the math in front of her face. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, that's like Koichi right now. Yeah. He's, like, <laughs> <laughs> He's almost there. Uh, also, Koichi right now is the guy in the middle of the two women. Yeah. He's looking at Jotaro and Rohan is oh, looking yeah. at his back. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Verbally describing memes. That's what we're doing. That's our right new now. podcast yeah. theme now. I like that the tailor, I guess he's a he's a cobbler but also a tailor on the side calls Koichi little boy. Which <laughs> yeah. is weird because they're the same height. Yeah, he's a he's a little person. The 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 tailor's a little person too. Yeah. That tailor looks like he came from somewhere else he really looks to me like one of the like shitty side characters from part six like you know in the in the like fairy tale arc or like yeah the, the part where everything is the, in like the last chapter yeah, when it's yeah. just showing you random yeah, stuff p- from random, the world stuff yeah also yeah. Uh, although he's got some wang chung vibes to him i think that's definitely true too i feel like when you guys describe part six you could say literally anything and i would just believe <laughs> you. and it would all be true but i just it's like i was like, just earlier i was just like remember that part in part six where they fell into the airplane like like time space like through space time i mean warps in part six there's a stand that actually makes you turn into a snail if you think about rainbows yeah sure sure <laughs> like but that's what i mean so it's like at this point you could be like oh you know the part where like they kill the king of england and then turn into monkeys you know i'd be like yeah sure sure yeah sounds legit but yeah back to this tiny man i can't understand like i feel like he has something between the rachel haircut and like <laughs> carol brady's flip from the brady bunch it's not a great look it's you I don't mean, get the feeling he's like hanging out in very fashionable crowds. But that's the thing is like, it's, it's like, I feel like it's that weird sort of aging hippie fashion. Like he's got the little like necklace. Yes, like, I exactly what I just said. Puka. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like Aging that, hippie has never been fashionable. I like that one of Kira's weaknesses is his penchant for bespoke clothing. <laughs> Well, I, but I also think it's it's his routine. So it's yeah, like, yeah. it's not like he's like, oh, let me go to a that's different, true. like let me mix it up and like, you know, frequent multiple tailors around town. Also, he's never had to like do any work to hide evidence. Yeah. So right, also yeah. see with like him talking about in last episode with like the ring on the hand of right. his ex-girlfriend. Right. Where he's like, oh, but like. They'll trace they'll the ring fi- to Yeah, me. they'll be able to know where I bought it also, because he doesn't care. Yeah, I mean, it's why he like didn't use a fake name for his right. tailor. You know? Yeah. Like, he, right. like, like in a normal show, you would have expected yeah. that, right? But he doesn't care because he's like, he's so confident. He's, he's just like not going to get caught. He's very brazen. He's like the, the murderer version of how confident Josuke is with his stand. Yeah. yeah. 
this episode he says something like calm but bold and decisive action or something yeah like, yeah something to that effect yeah very patrick bateman like, yeah but yeah, so so this tiny cobbler, I hope you didn't really like him that much because he's dead now. <laughs> um, I mean, pretty I horrifying. I don't, so I don't know if you've noticed a pattern when Kira's around, but people die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty quickly. One really fun thing about this is that there's like, I think three, situ- well, there's two situations of Jotaro pulling Koichi back bodily. Yes. Um, and there's one situation of him shielding him with his body. Yes. So it's a lot of like Jotaro protecting Koichi and like a By lot of just dragging visual gags about yeah. Koichi's size and just like Jotaro being like, Koichi, what are you doing? Like, don't, don't, stop r- it. don't, <laughs> don't run into the stop. danger. Stop. Yeah. I just yeah. told you, I just, what, what did we, I just what say? What did I just say? <laughs> yeah. Time out. Any, like, for some reason, like, Koichi and Jotaro is hilarious to me just because Koichi is so earnest and Jotaro is giving him nothing. And Koichi <laughs> is so small and Jotaro is so big. <laughs> like, big dog, small dog. Like, yeah, Jotaro yeah. Could put Koichi in his pocket. My favorite combination of dogs is big dog, small dog. And number two is tied with big dog, big dog, and small dog, small dog. So, yeah, it is. It's. <laughs> Big Dog Small Dog is 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 absolutely what it is, and that's why yep. I like it so much. No, no it's, it's great. <laughs> One thing that we didn't mention back when they were all together uh, in the in Morio Town Center was Josuke going like, "This guy beat Harvest in five minutes. Yeah. He's yeah. serious business. No one can beat this Harvest." This is like in the most minutes. respect Josuke is like able to show anybody and it is a legitimate amount of respect yeah it's it, not uh, damning it, with faint praise it's, yeah it has uh cemented our theory that harvest is among the most powerful yeah. stands yeah it's still the stand that i would like to have even if it means i can't beat kira i still gotta say for me it's probably still um hermit purple just because presumably there's some way to get like awesome donor kebabs <laughs> with it i think you've conflated joseph Joestar's personality with her look i just want to be more like joseph yeah okay okay okay. all right that's fine that's fine Uh, the fact that anyone ever doesn't choose gold experience just shocks me (laughs) i I still don't understand gold experience okay i've I've seen like five different things by the way now that we're on i was just gonna whatever you're the thing you're about to say i was just gonna say it i think go ahead about the movie yep okay cool yeah (laughs) yeah so uh so now that we're at this part with the tank thing uh we can talk about how in the live action movie essentially does all the okiyasu and his brother stuff and then instead of chili pepper killing his brother it's it's this little tank yeah. thing that and that's like, what busts you see through a window and, like, and like, kills that? his brother and it's like dun 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 to be continued yeah. which i think is a really smart choice yeah. on that, part. that was great all for it yeah. honestly <laughs> i don't know i would i'm gonna really miss red hot chili pepper <laughs> yeah my favorite character also at the end of the movie uh like i think it's even post credits you see kira's yeah. house uh-huh. and he's got a bunch of number two trophies on his wall oh my yes. God. because he doesn't want to stand out too much yeah. i love it That's yeah amazing. there's uh, some there's really like the all sets of, in that movie are so say, fucking fantastic all the environmental stuff in that film were so good <laughs> oh yeah. part two when yeah i know Give right. me it. can you talk about killer queen's character design because we've like seen it fully now. oh yeah, oh, yeah. okay well, horny boy very horny very boy. horny for, horny, very horny cat, cat boy, boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i was gonna say iraqi's really finally going in on it um so yeah this is one thing that i really like is i like its pupils it's got cat yeah. cat eyes it's got little ears sort of like robot mm-hmm. ears it's like robot yeah. cat boy I, I actually think that the belt buckle part is like the size is variable and like based on how it a lot of the closed. outfits of all stands are variable so it's like in the anime i think they make a decision to like keep one to pick one yeah. but but i just mean that like sometimes when it's posed like in the still stat sheet 
the little belt buckle thing is 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 like really big and kind of covering its crotch. Mm-hmm. But like in the anime itself, it's just a like a belt buckle size belt buckle. So its crotch area is just out there. Yeah, in the in the stat sheet version, it's way hornier because like yeah. the belt is mostly covering crotch. Plus, there's like a little loincloth that yeah. like yeah, it's got that loincloth vibe. is there, but. It's not like totally a, there. And yeah. Can, it's a little yeah. vanilla icy. I recently, yeah, I recently drew Killer Queen for a thing and I was like zooming in on Crosh. I'm like, what is happening here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But like, yeah, whereas like in the anime itself, it's like just sort of like a belt with like a little drapey thing. Yeah. Um, well, but he's got the like this, this, <laughs> the fingerless like motorcycle glove. Yeah. Situation. And like a lot of like leather straps. It's a lot yeah. of like leather Ramas daddy going on. He's got the bicep, the sp- I think they're studded yeah. bicep straps. Like it's, yeah. it's a lot of leather kink stuff. So if you've ever seen pictures from like Folsom Street Fair, then it's like <laughs> basically that. Yeah. And Araki's done a lot of like extracurricular art of Killer Queen that's just great. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like in all his art books, like, Maybe I'll like take some pictures and we can put it on the sure. on the account because there's just like all these fucking hilarious killer queen like drawings that he's done. Yeah, it's, it's of definitely... him as a cat because he's yeah. a cat. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The the and then, like dancing. Now that we've met two antagonist stand users, like full antagonist stand users between Dio and Kira, uh, one of the things worth noting going forward is that he tries to give a unique silhouette to all of his antagonists' stands. So like... And that's good cartooning. It's good cartooning. Yeah, it's just good character design generally. But like, so, you know, the, the last one is like, looks like a deep sea diver kind of and has like this weird square head. And this one has like cat ears and yeah. and then like parts five and six and seven all have very unique silhouettes as well yeah. so because yeah that's like especially you, seven yeah like i you, mean six is riding a horse at the end well, like the that's end, like specifically yeah. the you know but uh well it, it's both riding and is a horse yes it's like a yeah. nightmare centaur. it's like a centaur yeah it's but. like a it's like a what kind of a like does a centaur have one dick or two dicks right, yeah, and, exactly. but turned into a stand and yes. it's horrifying but yeah that's like that's like one of those rules is that it's like you if you're designing if you or yourself are designing characters put them in silhouette and see if you can if they're all distinctive because if they're not then you need to go back yep. and work on it and Araki does a good job with that just in general I think maybe a lot that's of why he made Koichi so tiny yeah. probably because yeah like all their hair and like accessories and stuff make them all very yep. distinctive and uh, it works yeah the other thing I like when you brought up comparing Kira and Dio, and I do think that one of the things that makes Kira scarier to me is because like I could understand a person just wanting to like secretly kill people and operate like like that's the thing that happens, you know. Yeah. People, I mean, I could understand somebody just wanting to be a vampire who rules the world and kills all humans. But see, the thing is, no, to no, me no, is no, that it's, like, that's the thing you. is that, like <laughs> the scope is so big that it becomes funny. Yeah, I think that Dio is honestly like one of those dogs that chases cars. Or it's like if you caught one, what would you do with it? Like <laughs> he, what would? That's so like okay. That's such a good. Analogy. <laughs> like sure because um, i feel like if he thought about it he would just want to use his powers to like secretly live in a castle and murder people and have minions and stuff but like like you know bring it down i mean dio's clearly just trying to prove something to yes. jonathan yeah, joe star has like issues is like a narcissist and he's like he fucking killed his boyfriend and wears his body yeah, yeah. so like how do you even recover from that own self-inflicted <laughs> trauma yeah right. <laughs> so yeah it's like that's one of those things though where it's just like, like his goals are something where i'm like well obviously he's gonna lose whereas like i could see it's like yeah you could you could imagine an ending to part four where he gets away with it and like 
you know, goes off and maybe moves to another town and starts over yeah. or something. Because yeah. also, like, that's the scale of injustice that, like, really upsets me and is also realistic. Where it's like, yeah. like really bad people just being allowed to continue being, being awful. Yeah. It's like, ah, mm, I, really yeah. don't, I don't like it. So, but again, I, Kira's maybe my favorite villain. No, that's a lie. He's my second favorite villain. <laughs> that's the other thing about the moving stuff around is that instead of having sort of like Kira and then something else and Kira and then something else in the manga, yeah. this is like, some other things, and then four episodes in a row where we fight the bad guy. Yeah, so we yeah. have this was a two parter, and we have another two parter where we fight Kira again coming up. It's very intense. It's like it was really intense lot. when we were watching it. I remember just like screaming, basically, <laughs> just like at the end of every episode, just yeah. being like, ah. I mean, during this episode, um, the Kira wants to live quietly part two, I was just like, holy fucking shit. Yeah, this was the first episode of JoJo's since episode 20 of the first season aka when when caesar dies where i was just like oh this is like the the other best episode but yeah. then the thing is that diamond is unbreakable just like keeps upping its own ante yeah so there's you, multiple yeah. episodes that are that come after this that i would say are equal to or yeah. better than yeah, this exactly one. so it just like completely changes the standard of this show yeah which is great and I mean, this is when we started getting the idea for this podcast is because we were all watching it. Yeah. Every right. We were talking about this and so much. And then we much. would sit yeah. in the co-working space we were all in and just irritate the shit out of everybody else. <laughs> because I don't know if you've noticed, but we're kind of loud. Eliz's <laughs> 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 laugh is not subtle. <laughs> and so we what would are just you like, talking about? So we would just like sit around like sort of on lunch break, but also just anytime and just bother everyone else by talking about you know this week's jojo episode this week's time is unbreakable yeah yeah Yeah, just whatever was happening (laughs) so yeah it was like that because there was a golden time in all of our lives where it was every week you had new jojo and new yuri on ice man what a beautiful time (laughs) it was like we that was right before the election so it's like we had to have that golden time before the fall yeah so yeah but yeah so like a couple years ago a little more than two years yeah because we're coming up on our two-year yeah. yeah, anniversary. Yeah, that's this right. Spring. This this May will be our be, will be our two year podcast anniversary. Crazy. But yeah, so we were. Does just, that mean we'll have like a hundred one hundred and four episodes? Yeah, we haven't missed a week ever, right? No, nope. we've never have. <gasps> Go us. Yeah, we're very good at like just barely all being <laughs> in the same place at the same time <laughs> yeah. for enough for that enough we can to... record a bunch of sessions. <laughs> I always have those bloopers just uh, waiting. just waiting around oh for God, that I one for that one rainy day. Well, I want them. Well, I mean, I feel like at some point we will be out of anime. We will, then, we will, and yeah. then we can start doing fucked up other stuff like um, blooper. Well, we have the we have the OVAs, the Rohan OVAs to That's watch. That's true. We can spend a thousand hours on this. We could do another anime. Mm. <laughs> could we? Mm. I don't know. Could we? We should talk about our Shigechi figure. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So. So Elizabeth has an item relevant to this episode that she would like to if out of her like life, to, right? I would like to give it to you. If you yeah. are a Shigechi stan, then this uh, is for you. It's a, it's a super nice Ban Presto, brand new uh, Shigechi figure. Is it in the box? It's in box. Wow. He came with a Rohan, which is why I have him. And I want to give him to you, lucky Shigechi loving listener. Um, how shall we decide this? Um, I think probably I will use one of those like contest random picker sites mm-hmm. where it's like they'll we'll put a link on the Twitter and you can like go to there to inlet to Perfect. sign up because 
our, our honestly our listenership is large enough now that just doing things where you like reply to a tweet or use a hashtag is too much for me <laughs> to keep track of. Yeah, so <laughs> so we'll post a link. Yeah, we'll post a link to the to the contest like sign up thingy with like a picture of what it is. Yes, yeah, and details and stuff. Mm-hmm. If you are interested in that, we can also put the link on the page for this episode. And yeah, so you can just go enter and then it'll randomly pick a name and and we'll, we'll do it that way. Do we yeah. want to limit it to people in a certain geographic area? Maybe people or... who can receive physical yeah, packages. Yeah, just as long as you can receive physical packages, then we will send it. To yeah, you. yeah. You have to be able to like give us an address to mail it to. Yeah. But other than that. Yeah. We're good to go. Do you guys yeah. want to like throw in a set of stickers too? Oh, totally. Oh yeah, we'll throw in stickers. Yeah. Sweet. You know my my mail game is yeah. pretty good, and it'll, yeah. the box will be decorated. I because I can't Woo. stop myself. So yeah, if you're into that, then that'll be there for you. And and Elis will probably just you'll earn her undying love for getting yes. the Shigechi figure out of her apartment. Yep. <laughs> Gotta make room for new Jornos. Basically, I don't <laughs> like the new designs. Anyway, I already have two Jornos, and one of them is like a foot tall. <laughs> wow. I do not need more Jornos. JoJo's Bizarre Explainer is recorded in Portland, Ora, Ora, Oregon. You can follow us on Twitter at ExplainJoJo or find us on the web at ExplainJoJo.com. We love to hear from our listeners, so please go to iTunes and leave us the kind of review that the cobbler slash tailor would leave for the camel animal cracker. <laughs>